wrong. Get your back straight. I have one big pile of shit. Ask me if I give a shit. Okay. What kind of music you like? It's cool. I like it. Chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Rappy ain't nothing but a motherfucker. Alright, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Silver Motion Podcast. I sound like a Micro Machines guy. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy on the commercial? No, I actually don't. What don't the fuck? you serious? No. Oh, man, you gotta watch some Micro Machines commercials on YouTube then. From the 80s, there's that guy and he's like talking all fast. Oh. Oh, man. This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machines. Plus incredible Micro Machine pocket playsets. Each one comes with its own special edition Micro Machine vehicle and fun fantastic features. And there's Micro Machine service set and many more. And these playsets fit together to form a perfectly precise Micro Machine world. The Micro Machines collect them, race them, trade them from Galoob. Remember, if it doesn't say Micro Machines, it's not the real thing. Holy shit. Maybe it'll come back to me when I see one. Just like yeah, it's like this dude like, with this the dude. mustache. Like he was in the commercials and he'd talk all fast. And huh. it was it was just amazing. And it just... Uh, anytime anybody talked fast, you'd be like, oh, it's a Micro Machines guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. I, check it out. Yeah I'll, yeah. I'll have to do some research. Yeah. You got to learn about the Micro Machines guy. I don't know his name, but I'm sure he did other things <laughs> other <laughs> than Micro Machines. His whole life was dedicated to Micro Machines. Yeah. You remember Micro Machines, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't All know right. if I ever had any, but yeah. I, I definitely didn't them. have any, but yeah, I, I remember the commercials like, vividly. Like Hot Wheels only smaller or something. Yeah, they were little tiny things, micro machines, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there in the <clears throat> title. All right. Well, uh, the movie today has nothing to do with micro machines. Nope. Not not much to do with machines of any kind, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I don't know if there's any machines in this, but they're uh Micro Machines are an 80s thing. I believe they started in the 80s. And there's some some 80s influence in this movie. So, this is a movie called Slither, directed by James Gunn in uh, 2006. It is his first uh, directorial credit, although he, he did co-direct Tromeo and Juliet with Lloyd Kaufman, but it is, mm. it's an uncredited thing. Um. But if you ask Lloyd why is Tromeo and Juliet such a great movie, he says it's all James Gunn, James mm-hmm. Gunn's, <laughs> James Gunn's wonderful script and uh, his his help on the direction. You know, mm-hmm. Lloyd Coffin's one of those guys that uh, likes to help young talent. All right, and so he helped James Gunn get a start. Cool, and he's in Slither too. <laughs> Oh, is, uh. <laughs> there's a part where they go to the the police station and there's just this drunk dude sitting <laughs> next to one of the desks. Oh, that's Lloyd Kaufman. Good old Lloyd Kaufman, yeah. I did not see him there. Yeah, there he is. And James Gunn is in this too. He's uh in the in the beginning part of the movie there's a a teacher talking to Elizabeth Banks outside of school. Oh, and that was James uh, Gunn? that's James Gunn. Oh, okay. 
You know, now that you think, like, I totally forgot about that guy. I oh, thought yeah. he was going to, like, at the time, I thought he was going to be, like, a character that would come he, back he and do things. He does seem kind of like that, yeah. And, yeah, uh, and now that you mention it, I was just kind of, oh, yeah, what happened to that guy? I never saw him. He, he, like, never appeared again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He just uh, vanished into the ether of the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's... Something just, could uh, have happened to him. We just he, he just walked off the set and sat in the director's <laughs> yeah, chair and yeah. said, "All right, let's go." <laughs> right, right. No, I, I, I'm a fan of that. I don't generally like when directors like uh, who are not actors <laughs> put themselves in large roles in their movies. Right, right. So I'm grateful that he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> do much more than that. Yeah, not knowing he was the director, I was. It's just it was just kind of weird. But now, like, oh, yeah, he's the director. Okay, I was just a hi everybody. And yeah, a little like, cameo. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So Slither, this is uh, a modern horror movie, which is not generally my bag. But uh, I like James Gunn, and I like Troma, and I like a lot of things related to this movie. So. I can definitely see it as kind of a trauma-ish film. It's, uh, kind of, yeah. It's, the, it's, the town uh, feels a little bit like Tromaville. Yeah, it's you like, think so? Just you know, <laughs> full of these characters who are just kind of random and weird and kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, there are like, yeah, yeah, with the, the mayor especially is a yeah. real wild. <laughs> that, that first bit where they're just, they're introducing all these characters <laughs> and like every character is like this weird little reveal yeah. like and it just kind of brought the whole town to life even though it wasn't really doing anything you know it's like oh there's just normal people sitting there there's this guy drinking some coffee and then he puts his cup down and his teeth are all fucked up yeah <laughs> yeah you got this other guy just kind of smoking and then he puts a cigarette down it's like oh he's got a priest collar like it just had all <laughs> these little tiny reveals of these characters right at the beginning yeah. that kind of it made them more interesting, even though there was nothing really special about them. Right. But, but yeah, it's, it's a good good way to build that town up quickly. Yeah. It just, it, that technique, as, as he was doing it, I was just like, oh, wow, that's a really cool technique of uh, just doing that and kind of yeah. the way it works. And then to do it with the mayor. Where the he mayor, did, but that's the best <laughs> it one. It like yeah. culminates with the mayor. Right. And it was just like, oh, damn. <laughs> just <laughs> casually was about it, too. It's like... It's like, eh, <laughs> win some and lose some, I'm, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's great, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved that mayor. That mayor, was, through the whole movie, he was just fun. He's a fucking blast, yeah, he's he's the best. Uh, I was meaning to look him up, because I don't, I don't know him offhand as an actor, but uh, the guy is fucking great in this. Yeah. So I wondered what he had done, and I forgot to look it up, so I don't know. I don't even know his name. But uh, I do know that his name in the movie, his last name in the movie is McCready, which is one of many references to classic horror movies that are in this movie. Because mm. uh, I think I said there was some 80s influence, and what I mean is that this is kind of like a love letter to 80s horror movies mm. in that it's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Like very uh, wild and crazy and gory and yeah, and yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely that. And it takes a lot of it, like Tarantino takes things and puts them in his movie, and this movie is the same kind of way. But it's like a, it it also creates a brand new sort of thing in a way that I don't think Tarantino does mm. well enough. 
Um, but that's really more my opinion than anything else. <laughs> I don't have any basis for that. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to go on a list of, like, oh, this thing and that thing and this other thing. But there's, like, this is this would be a good movie to sort of revisit if you continue to watch a bunch of these horror movies because right. it references things. Mm. Um, so MacReady is the name of Kurt Russell in The Thing. That's his last name. Oh, okay. In The Thing. And there's something influences from the way the monster does things in this movie and the main movie that it's kind of based on is a 80s movie called night of the creeps mm. which is fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> and so i debated whether we should watch that or watch this and then i was ah fuck it we we'll just watch that the slither and then go from there yeah i mean it's it's a james gunn film so i did kind of want to watch it i think it's the yeah one at least that he's directed that i haven't seen yet so yeah, you, you saw all his other ones. Yeah, he doesn't have too many. Yeah, there's not too, there's Super and then the Guardians movies and That's it. That's it. Yeah, so I Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I liked all of those, so why not go to Slither?" Yeah, and uh we're doing this at a at a fortuitous moment in James Gunn's career because after he had a, a few months there that were very rocky. I know I I mentioned it to you. Yeah, yeah. Where he got fired off the Guardians 3, but they're still going to use his script. But anyway, just uh, just a few days ago, hot news, uh, DC, Warner Brothers, has hired him <laughs> to write Suicide Squad 2. Well, hey, maybe it'll be good. It might be good. I don't know. Yeah, I can... So, I can. I, I will definitely check that out then. If he's uh... <laughs> so, apparently, he's writing it and he might direct it as well. Hmm. But it's uh, very early sort of news. Like they just announced, like, hey, yeah, yeah we, we 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 snapped him up. Yeah, that, that's that's cool. I I like that because it's like Disney was like, oh fuck this guy," and then and so instead of working for Marvel, he goes to DC and it's just right. like, "Well, fine, we'll take him if you don't want him. He made his movies sell. We'll take him." Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He got a bum rap. He got uh, you know yeah. fucking joke police <laughs> tried to you know paint him in a negative light and Disney. Yeah, and that just and that also buckled. makes me feel like just comic books in general, like yeah, oh, like pretty much like everybody, yeah, like yeah. any writer or artist in comic books has probably worked for both companies. That's true, and just, yeah. They tend to just and multiple times, like it won't just be right, like, oh, right. I worked for Marvel and then I would no, they'll like bounce <laughs> back and forth every couple of years. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even even like Stan Lee did. Didn't he do a couple of things for DC at I one point? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I feel like he did. I know he has his own thing now, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you kind of associate him with Marvel because he kind of just created. Yeah, all I mean, this he's Marvel definitely stuff, the Marvel guy, but, but I'm pretty sure he did like like one thing with DC or two things or something like that. Like he created a thing, like not like he just jumped on Batman or whatever. But yeah, I want to say I heard of that, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and Frank Miller is known for well, yeah, he Batman and Daredevil right, and, like, right. and uh, Marv Wolfman. I know has made like a lot of characters for like both Marvel and DC. Like, yeah, and it's kind of like I think the the big ones that are funny are like uh, Deathstroke and Taskmaster. And like you look at them side by side, and it's like oh, just they're different colors and they're practically oh, the weird. same. <laughs> like they look pra like one guy's got a hood instead of a thing and the other guy, but other than that, they look practically the same. They've got like very, it's like, huh. 
Like, wow. The, it's a lot of, I think a lot of times it's just, they wind up working for another a different company, but they want to like work on the same, or they just don't like the way the character went on the other comic yeah. series. And they're like, Oh, I wanted him to do this. And so they'll make their own version of him in the, oh, at, the okay. at Marvel but, <laughs> <laughs> and be like, Oh, now I, now I got this other version of the same character who does. Yeah. I read, I recently read the Thor in the late, 70s early 80s there was the eternal saga mm, where right, the right. celestials come and they're going to judge earth and i just finished it a few i don't know last week or something and uh i think jack kirby made the eternals but like he did something for dc similar and then they mm, were that's... like whatever the fuck and then he left and he was like all right well whatever i'm gonna make eternals in marvel and like give marvel this whole yeah I wonder, backstory i wonder if that's the because I'm, I'm thinking that's probably apocalypse and his weirdness in dc i don't know i don't know anything about an apocalypse in dc there, so yeah, i just all, know apocalypse whole, and x yeah the, no, apocalypse is the world in dc there's like this whole oh, like okay. world it's dark side that's the guy who rules it oh okay and he's he was some big superman villain and I think that I think that was a Jack Kirby thing. Okay, well, I'm not sure, but I I know he did, like totally weirdly, he did a Jimmy Olsen comic book for a while that was really oh, popular. It was just like it's Jimmy Olsen running around doing Jimmy Olsen things. Oh, we had a whole comic book, and wow. that was made by Jack Kirby. And oh wow, but yeah, he's so he's another one that's just done a bunch of stuff for both companies. Huh. And, well, yeah, it's like yeah, you, you get the superhero bug, and it's. You're you're done. you're one of those two. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Unless you uh, go out and uh, make a your own do your own press, thing, like, yeah, uh, like image. McFarlane, yeah. McFarlane and uh, doing Spawn and um, whoever it was that did Witchblade, Michael Turner, I think. Yeah, Michael Turner. Yeah, some of these people they and make yeah, their I think, own. Uh, and they both got their starts with like Marvel or DC or. Yeah, I know. I remember when McFarlane was drawing Spider-Man. Yeah, he was big for Spider-Man. And then he left. Turner would have done before Witchblade. That was kind of when he became popular, as far as I'm aware. But I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I'm sure he did something. He's one I don't know too much about. But I'm sure he did something. Yeah. What it is? I I doubt he just like appeared out of nowhere drawing Witchblade. He had to have done some stuff earlier. Appeared out of nowhere with his own company and yeah, (laughs) his own fucking book. Yeah. Well, I I know. Yeah. Uh, Oddly enough, I know more about him from anime because there was a Witchblade anime. Oh, that weird. I watched. And I was like, "What the fuck? There's a Witchblade anime!" I was oh, like, "Holy weird. shit! There's a Witchblade anime! All right." Like an actual Japanese. Produced yeah. Thing? Yeah. Oh, weird. And it's kind of. It's. I don't think it's too terrible. It's not like because there's like the uh, the X Men anime things and. Uh huh. There, there was that Batman anime movie that was a little yeah. while ago. No, those are like really in line with the the what exactly you think of they look exactly like the comics and stuff except oh, kind okay. of anime, anime style but the witchblade one seemed to be like a completely different take on the concept but oh weird so it was like i don't know alternate dimension witchblade or something huh. i don't know but there yeah, it, it is an anime it exists it's huh. uh it's out there it's out there in the world yeah witchblading around yeah so that was kind of Oddly enough, I've I've seen that, but not really any of the comics or anything. Oh yeah, so I, I was, read the comics for a while. It was pretty good. 
there was some some cool stuff about it and the the side comic the darkness was all, i i read that for a little while too hmm. yeah i i could i honestly couldn't tell you anything about it <laughs> like i don't remember anything about it were, were there girls with magic swords <laughs> uh, i think so i mean i literally <laughs> I don't so. even oh, remember wow. that like i i honestly yeah. don't remember anything i remember enjoying it and i remember it like being uh interested in the world and like the idea of the the things that were happening, but I, mm. I swear to God, like, I can't, just blank, I couldn't fucking wiped. tell you one <clears throat> thing. So yeah, there's my, <laughs> my Witchblade review. Yeah. I don't remember shit, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It, I enjoyed it. I don't have any, any, uh, desire to go back and see what it was, but I'm sure if I did, it would be like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is fun. I remember this. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, James Gunn joins yeah, so, the ranks yeah, of the yeah. bouncing from company to company. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think it's uh, it's it's great to see him get a job yeah, again, and yeah. it's it's a good thing if you're a DC fan. Uh, yeah, because which I kind of am. I, I've, yeah, I was, I've kind of I, lamented yeah. DC's movies not being as good as Marvel's. I think there was there's good potential in the source material yeah. to make good movies, and they just kind of haven't really capitalized on that maybe james gunn will uh you know help turn that around yeah he might and it's funny because it's that he got hired for suicide squad because that movie came out right after like a few months after the first guardians movie and they they changed the whole like they did yeah. all these reshoots to kind of yeah, make yeah. it in line with the guardian style movie like with the pop songs and all this shit right. to try to lighten the mood. Yeah, I kind of remember that movie just suddenly being like, oh, no, we're going to reshoot half the movie right. and, and totally remake it because we suddenly want it to be different now. And yeah, <laughs> and it was trying to be a James Gunn movie, apparently. Yeah. So now he's uh, actually involved. Yeah, so that's so I imagine he'll be better than <laughs> whoever was trying to do James Gunn light. So. Yeah, yeah, very nice. So, yeah, I, I don't really know anything about those characters but uh it's james gunn so i'll watch it yeah yeah <laughs> i was gonna say oh man maybe this means i'll have to watch the first suicide squad movie and i'm like yeah maybe not i don't i don't know that i'll care enough. <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i don't know um yeah those dc movies there did you see wonder woman yet no, no that one's pretty uh, good it's not i mean it's not a great movie as a movie but there's some like really cool stuff about it the action specifically and like how mm. wonder woman is realized and it really like brings that god on earth sort of dc mm. thing to life yeah. really well yeah i need to and uh, need to check that out yeah yeah you should watch that that was good i watched justice league also and that, that was not as good <laughs> not as good <laughs> but it was still like fun in a trashy kind of way yeah. I don't know because I didn't <clears throat> expect anything about it, and, and it was all right. I don't know. Yeah. That's another one of mo those movies I don't remember shit about. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It was all right. Uh, I got Netflix. I should get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I don't know what else they've done, but I guess Aquaman is coming out. But uh, yeah, they're doing something with that. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder how that's going to turn out. That's that's one that, you know, culturally everybody is just like Aquaman, he's lame, but 
Yeah, but he's cool in in the the Justice League movie. I did like he's like one of the best parts about that yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I feel like Aquaman is one of those characters that everybody's image of him is like the seventies cartoons that yeah, were really yeah. cheesy and stuff. And it's like Batman got away from the Adam West image. When, yeah, and like Aquaman and like these other characters just didn't. Right. Yeah. Because who like what. Does anybody know about Aquaman be beyond that? I mean, yeah, I've, nobody knows shit except for that weird little dude in the cartoons. <laughs> but they, you know, it's Jason Momoa, so he's all fucking buff, and he has like <laughs> these cool tats and like dope long hair, and he looks all badass. And I don't know, he, he, and he was cool. And some of the underwater stuff was kind of whatever, but I remember liking him. But I like him anyway, so. I was just kind of uh-huh. like, yeah. Oh, that, that does not necessarily <laughs> bode well if the underwater stuff wasn't cool for Aquaman. <laughs> like, well, uh, not not there wasn't a lot actually underwater, but but uh, I just I don't know. There was something about it that seemed weird to me. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, there was there was something. I forget whether it was in the comic books or one of the DC movies or something. The cart, the yeah. animated ones or something where he was. Aquaman was saying they were like Justice was like, "Hey, Aquaman, we need your help." And he's like, "Dude, like, there's like 50 of you guys for the surface of the world. Like, I'm the only superhero for the whole freaking oceans. Like, I'm busy. Damn it!" Like, (laughs) (laughs) poor Aquaman. It's like, I feel like he's like never like gotten accepted by yeah the community and the and and like DC kind of keeps trying to like bring him in turn that around by giving him you know tats and like, yeah and like that little comment was like a specific kind of like a jab at people are like oh aquaman all he does is talk to fish He's like, i always oh, thought he was cool of the world to deal with guys come yeah, on I, mean, I always thought he was cool just swimming around being aquaman i don't know i didn't really know anything about him i just like I don't remember what it was, but I remember being young and thinking like, "Yeah, he's cool." I don't know. Yeah. And then people, know. you know, you'd always hear people bagging on him, and yeah, I'd be like, "Well, what's wrong with him? <laughs> he's just like everybody else. He's just in the water." I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess there's this perception he does nothing but talk to fish, and it's which is a cool thing to do. <laughs> if you could talk to fish, I would be amazed. Like that's amazing. Yeah. That, why is that not enough? You know, it's a, you played Seaman, so uh. yeah, <laughs> I there I was talking to a, a, a fish-like creature. Yes, for a, for a moment I was Aquaman, <laughs> and you loved it. <laughs> I did, I did. I love that fucking game, that weird, crazy game. Yeah, wow, what a game. <laughs> Well, James Gunn and his his movie Slither here. Yeah, we've we've gotten uh, off track for sure. We sure have. <laughs> now, yeah. To I don't like modern horror. This movie is a modern horror. But I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but does it feel like a modern horror? Is it like cuz like you said it's 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 a callback to It's these. definitely a throwback to being an an 80s movie. There's some like modern elements to it, but um it's all like it does kind of feel <laughs> like a, a like a like I don't like throwback movies, but this movie has the right like it gets the fucking tone right of of having that mm-hmm. crazy gore, but also having 
like hilarious comedy (laughs) and like it's clear that james gunn knows what he's doing like he he understands the horror movie he understands comedy and he knows how to put them together and use them properly and uh so it just it works it's uh the clashing of tones (laughs) of (laughs) violence and comedy melds together uh, as they did in the 80s in a great (laughs) way (laughs) and uh, yeah so no it doesn't really feel like a modern movie to me but Mm. um but yeah it's awesome and it was not well received oh Mm. so it's one of those movies that went under the radar i noticed it was like what was it touchstone pictures or what, what universal yeah, it, it was like universal. It was an actual universal like, it was a company that does a lot of crap it was like yeah it was a big yeah. company i was like oh big I, studio I, yeah yeah I, I thought it would have just been like one of these like small scale studios that i'd like never heard of or something no he 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 got um like what he did when he left Troma, he wrote movies. He wrote the the Dawn of the Dead remake, and he wrote the Scooby Doo movies, the two Scooby Doo movies that oh, they wow. made. And he might have written some other movies too, but then I don't, I don't know. But those might all have been Universal, and then they like said, okay, now you can make your own movie. And then it didn't do well, so then Super was like completely independently made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I kind of remembered Super being like a yeah yeah a, that was that was yeah un, I had to go to L A to watch it and it was only playing in like three fucking screens for <laughs> one week or some shit and so it was uh, like oh, I gotta go I gotta go I gotta support it because <laughs> Slither's awesome I can't let it be another Slither and then it was of course it did worse I think but yeah it seems like one of those movies that probably found its audience. Especially now that he's popular. Right, right. Yeah, I think I might have seen that before it was uh, before he did Guardians. I don't know. Because I just yeah. I don't know that I really knew of James Gunn specifically when I watched Super. It was just like, oh, this is going to be this really weird, yeah, quasi superhero kind of movie that's just going to be strange and bizarre and. Yeah, I'll check that out. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I like strange and bizarre and not conforming to the yeah and normal it, narrative it, structure. Did it deliver that in your eyes? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the movie. It was hilarious and yeah, it's a good movie. Weird and not what any other superhero story was doing. No, it's, de- it's definitely unique. <laughs> yeah, not not even what other. You know, I think I watched it after Kick Ass because it, that's another one of uh Yeah, I remember like people a just normal saying, dude yeah. in a not superhero world kind of dressing up as a superhero and trying to be yeah, one. Yeah, I remember people com- comparing those. I never saw any of those Kick Ass movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess in in basic kind of concept that you've just got a normal guy who's just like I'm going to put on a superhero con- yeah. costume and s- start stopping crime. So, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, they were, they, I don't know. They kind of have, I guess there's some similarities, but not quite what I, uh, I wouldn't necessarily compare the two per se, but yeah, it's also been a while. So, but yeah, I think I watched kick-ass and then it popped up on my Netflix. Oh, like, Hey, here's another thing to watch. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, it looks interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh, Hey, this is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then somehow he he got that's uh, those those spiraled into fucking Marvel, and I don't yeah I, I don't, don't know, know the story there, but uh, yeah, I mean, not like Super was kid friendly or anything. No, nor is is Slither. No, and so yeah, it's uh, going from that to uh, Marvel while owned by Disney. At, you know, right, was, right. Kind of like okay, that's that's out of nowhere. Yeah, and when they hired him for for Guardians, I thought like, oh, it's gonna be James Gunn working for a studio, so he's gonna be reined in, and to a degree he is because it's PG thirteen, but. I thought like his whole style would be gone, and then the head of the Marvel studio—I forget the guy's name offhand—but he had some interview like addressing it, like, "No, we hired James Gunn to make a James Gunn movie. This, don't worry, this is gonna be everything that you want it to be. You know, this is gonna be great." And and then he made the movie. Everybody loved it. And then he got fired eventually for being, for fucking being James Gunn. Uh, <laughs> sad. Some, some old ass uh, joke tweets from, but way before he ever worked for Marvel. Uh, you know, it's it's like you hired him for his comedy. This is part of his comedic evolution. Like I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Be, be like uh I'm just going saying no, 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 Peter Jackson. You can't do any more Lord of the Rings movies. We don't. We don't right. like some. We, we saw bad taste finally, right. and yeah, no, right, no, right. We, no, we can't have this in our movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm happy to see him land on his feet. He's a he's a good guy, yeah. and uh, I wish him the best. I miss him on social media. He he was very active, and that's pro- that's why the the negative thing mm. started because this this uh, right wing sort of hit job kind of guy like set his sights on James Gunn and and got him fired because he because James Gunn was being very anti-Trump for a while there mm-hmm. for the last I don't know couple of years. But anyway, so there was before all of that, in a simpler time <laughs> of 2006. When when you could make a horror comedy set in the Deep South without offending somebody, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how to approach this movie. It's, yeah. um, it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a comedy. Yeah, it kind of... It reminded me of some weird things at times. Okay. Um, it oddly reminded me of Rambo. Okay. <laughs> in that it's like you're in this like little out-of-the-way wilderness town. Yeah. And then there's like this posse of cops who don't know what they're dealing with yeah, going out in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just kind of some... For yeah. Some, when you gather, it was just like, oh, it kind of reminded me of Rambo a little bit here. Yeah, I never connected that. But yeah, that's very similar. And like when he like goes back into the cop, the police station to get the grenade, and like there was something similar like that. And yeah. that was where the Rambo ended up was like... Right, in that, the, in that sort of nighttime police station. I mean, it, yeah, in it totally have, different yeah. ways. Right, but right. It, it was just similar enough that it just made me think of Rambo. And right, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. That's cool. There was something else it reminded me of, too. I'm, I'm 
trying to remember when when it did that. There was something that it was doing, and it was just like, oh, this is like some other movie. And uh. yeah, well, it it's you're probably right that it's referencing something because there's a lot of little subtle things like that. There's a a part when they're about to go out and get the where they're like, okay, now we we know that we got to go attack. So let's get the guns. And there's the scene of them all grabbing the guns. And mm-hmm. the music over that is like one note off from the fucking let's go kick some ass Predator music <laughs> from Predator. It's just, a, it's just a hint off. But anybody who's very familiar with that score like I am oh. <laughs> is like, oh, shit, Predator. <laughs> just little subtle things like that. And oh. there's... Uh, oh. Oh, that's that's what it reminded me of. at the end. Um, yeah, when what was it? Was it just Greg? Was that his name? The the, the, the guy monster that, guy. Yeah, his yeah. name was Grant Grant. Grant Grant. Grant, not Greg. Okay. Yeah, Grant Grant. So Grant sitting there with this like people just glued to him and yeah, tentacles yeah. running around, and I, that just made me think of um, Dragon Age with the Brood Mother. Oh you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm a guy they're fighting the Brood Mother. <laughs> Yeah, Dragon Age would be after. Yeah. So maybe Dragon Age was uh, referencing, probably not, but but maybe they saw this and enjoyed it and thought, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, who knows? That uh, that part where there's the people like attaching themselves, like specifically that one fat dude that like like becomes part of that flesh blob yeah, that's yeah. going out of there. There's an uh, an '80s body horror movie called Society. That's really cool. And the whole end of that movie is like all of these people like joining flesh and they become like one organism sort of thing. Mm. (laughs) It's called The Shunt. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. I love that movie. So I'm sure uh, at some level uh, James Gunn is inserting a little piece of of society in there. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's fucking. There's, there's just tons of shit like that where, where, it, like, I see the Tarantino stuff being as more like, oh, I'm gonna take this scene or this whole thing, and I'm going to use it in my movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the stuff in this is is relatively minor, except for the main, the main thing where there's like aliens, and they eventually infect people to become like zombies like that whole arc is basically night of the creeps Mm. and so and and that movie is in itself a throwback love letter to 50s sci-fi movies (laughs) in the 80s so it's kind of like this Mm. this cycle that that uh is completed with slither um yeah you know i guess i guess there's something else was uh when the things are like jumping down their throats, yeah, yeah, like there's a, a little bit like um, brain damage where yes. like Elmer, yes, is, when he because he hits the he forehead, goes in the forehead, but yeah, it goes. There's in the that mouth. similar kind of there's this big yes. slug thing sticking yes. out of your head, and yeah, and and the design of the face on on Grant when he gets super monstrous is uh, the face of the monster thing in basket case is mm. not like that face, but 
there's definitely some elements there and there's there's elements of other things in in that face too there's a movie called from beyond that's a uh mid 80s sort of movie um produced by the guy who made society Mm. uh anyway they uh there's like this weird sort of double face monster thing and so like the one half of grant's face kind of looks like that thing and Mm. all the it's just like this weird fucking mashup of all this wild monster movie shit (laughs) Um, so that's what I mean. Like, if you see all these movies and then, right. like, it's this movie to come back to and be like, "Oh fuck, look at that," you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, fucking. Uh, so it seems like you you enjoyed Slither. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was maybe a little slow at the beginning. A little slow at the beginning, but eh, not bad. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just like things to just take off. Just like, bam, throw it out there. I don't know. Doesn't it just take off, though? Maybe not. I don't know. Like, it's, how does it's it start? Some time. It's, uh... I don't know how you could really start it any, any faster. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not like anything it's doing is, isn't important or anything. It's just kind of... It's a little too ho-hum... I guess I don't know, ah, but that's the yeah, it's the charm. You got to build up that little town a little bit, so you yeah. I mean, it didn't take long. On, but yeah, it's, I yeah, mean, that's it, within the first like I would say within the first ten minutes, Grant's got the fucking thing inside of him from the quick? from the asteroid thing or whatever. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know, but I would say it's probably about. Hmm first 10 minutes yeah i could be wrong i mean yeah but it's that's no probably where it started it's probably no yeah. more than 15 or right, at the right. most 20 yeah but I mean, I don't. it was it was not long before it picked up and started steam steam rolling around but. yeah yeah because all the like the all the stuff at the beginning that that maybe is slow like it sets up like the whole rest of the movie right right i mean so. it's just i don't know I, that's just me i think just being like hey. yeah it's like stuff's gonna happen when's it gonna happen right so, right I well i think i don't know but i'm guessing that when you start a horror movie you're hoping <laughs> that it's not like boring <laughs> so then you're like okay this is okay it better pick up because this is boring <laughs> and so you're in this like uh. maybe i mean I, I think it's more just me i think yeah. it, i think it is just me going into it and something like that where it's just like yeah i, I don't know I need some and maybe like yeah repeat viewing knowing what it's building up to and stuff yeah i think but. it would play better if you saw it again I I usually find that's the case with the movies. Yeah, the second time through is all is usually better than the first time through. And right. I don't you know. know what to expect. Yeah, for some reason that. Not that I don't want to see new weird things that I'm not expecting, but it's, right. I think it's more structural in that I can see how it's building the pieces together, and I'm looking behind just the plot at that point, and that yeah gets my mind working in a different way right right 
That makes sense. But I'll forgive it for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like I can't. I'm not saying that it's like the movie's bad. Because, no, I, I mean, get I, it. I, I know. feel like I'm just fucking with you. I just I feel like that's kind of the case for like most movies. Is I'll just watch it. And be like, yeah, it's kind of slow at the beginning, and then they, like, yeah, it's just the way stories are kind of structured. That's, I guess right, right. You kind of just have to deal with that for a bit. Well, like in the same way that you say that, oh, the first episode of anime is like the worst right it, i feel it's like kind it's of the, the same, same kind of thing yeah like i it, it maybe it's just a thing i have where i don't get into it until yeah it has built up steam and then, and then maybe you'd go back and watch that first episode and think it was all right or or maybe, maybe. not i don't know i don't think i've uh i haven't noticed that happening but. oh okay you go but. back and you're like, yep, still the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it going. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I mean, I haven't consciously thought of that during a, re- a rewatch or something. So yeah. that, that's okay. something I would want to go back and actually like. Think about it. Yeah. See how that works when I rewatch something. Something that I specifically have noted as, oh, well, that first episode right. wasn't doing much. Right. Yeah. You'd have to. Yeah figure out which which one was like that and then yeah. watch it again so you like you like to see new things you've never seen before D- uh do you think this movie provided things that, that were new and fresh to you i don't know if they were really new and fresh but they no? were i don't know if they were new but they were fresh i guess is the yeah and i I don't know that anything in there was really like surprisingly weird or like I know oh, I didn't think that would could happen or I've when never... they opened the barn door and you saw the girl's head in the gigantic okay that was balloon a little... <laughs> of of womb <laughs> you can't tell me you saw that coming <laughs> no I didn't see that coming <laughs> it made sense as soon as I saw it I'm like oh yeah all right <laughs> yeah like it makes sense but. You know, just the to the degree that it was. I mean, she's fucking gigantic. Yeah, I did, I did kind of laugh at that. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that was quite a bit bigger than I thought it would be. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I, I actually like thought she would have totally lost her mind, like Greg, and just been like one of the zombie thing. But yeah. she like actually had her own personality still. Right, right. I thought she was just going to be like Greg, another like well, she was, tentacle monster. Yeah, that she was kind of the uh, the womb, so it wasn't necessarily like an extension of him, like the other people were. Right, and that's kind of what because prior to that, you don't know that he's making a big womb. That you just know, oh, he's taken this woman and yeah. he's feeding her. But you're like, what does that mean? You kind of, right. I, I had kind of assumed he was eating a bunch too because he was hoarding all that meat. And go, and yeah, I think he was eating too. So I, they I thought that was like, oh, he's feeding her all this too, just like he was. So it's gonna be he, she. I, I figured she would just turn into another thing like him. Yeah. And then they open it. It's like, oh, is it, okay. That's not what. It, <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought this was going. But I, all right, all right. That's that's. Uh, this is definitely new. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was definitely a funny part of the movie where she's. Yeah. Just like I don't need to eat that, eat something. Gonna eat. hand me that dead possum over there. <laughs> just like what? <laughs> uh, 
that whole weird scene. So you seem like you liked it, but you seem kind of like middle of the road. I don't know. I was enjoying it once it got going. It yeah. Just, I don't know. That first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes maybe is right. where it was just like, okay, well, let's see what this movie's going to do. What's it going to do? What's it going to do? Oh, now it's doing stuff. Awesome. I feel like every stage of uh, the evolution of the monster was unique and yeah and yeah like it, de- it definitely did that it wasn't like it wasn't just this one thing that yeah and it like around. it's like almost every time you see him something has changed right right and so you know i think it moves pretty well through that yeah you got the little, the little original slug thing that kind of spits out the needle right that shoots into his fucking stomach and then he just starts getting all sick and weird and yeah and then the shit comes out of his yeah it was, <laughs> his stomach like whoa what's that like you can't tell me you saw that shit coming <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that part didn't seem like too strange to me it just seemed like oh tentacle monster okay that's where we're going <laughs> it must be anime it's it, it tentacles must be anime. and anime i guess i i've i've certainly seen <laughs> transformations and mutations of people on that scale in anime before yeah. so that's i don't think i've seen that in live action before no but right right like, well he i know i don't know like how big of an anime fan he is but i know that he does draw inspiration from anime at times like in super there's things yeah. about super that are anime influenced yeah i know there's uh tentacles i think in that one too if i remember right yeah, in super yeah yeah, there was some weird scene in that. Yeah, doesn't he, like, get his head cut open and, like, God shoots tentacles down to, or something? Yeah, and the fucking <laughs> finger of God comes and touches his brain and shit. Yeah. That's, like, the best There's shit. some weird, yeah. weird, bizarre hallucination scene there, yeah. Yeah, I, I need to see that. I, I only saw it that one time in the theater whenever it came out, so that's been a number of years at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, eight or nine years or something. So, yeah, I have to watch it again. Yeah, there was uh yeah, there's um some anime is like a uh, Battle Royale High School. Yeah. Was uh had a lot of weird monster transformations like that too, where there's bizarre craziness going on. <laughs> just people turning into monsters like that that are Yeah. Just every bit is freakishly weird looking, so <laughs> There's a lot of fun people turning into monsters in trauma movies as well. Yeah, yeah. More so in the ones you haven't seen yet. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to get, dive deeper. Yeah, and uh, I actually watched the, uh, the Devil Man anime from like the '80s and '90s. One oh yeah. That just got re-released on Blu-ray recently. Yeah. Is it like that? Violence it's Jack, where it's just sadistic rape no no it's it's (laughs) it is not violence jack it's it's, it's lower down that on but it's uh it's got a a lot of uh like slither with this uh oh okay grant transforming thing it's got a lot of this just weird monsters transforming like that okay that's cool very weird and yeah there's some weird thing that kind of takes over their car and it's kind (laughs) of Some weird blob monster car thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> they have to blow up the car and get out of it because it's getting taken <laughs> over by this oh, wow. blob tentacle monster thing. And huh. it's like, so there's, there's some weird transformations going on in that. Oh, wow. 
That's another thing. The Blob, the movie The Blob, it like it starts with a little asteroid just like at the beginning of this movie, and it like kind of pops open and this little blob mm. fucking comes out in both the 50s and the 80s remake, if I remember mm. right. I know in the 50s one, that's the one I've seen the most recently, but I don't remember exactly what the asteroid looks like in the in the 80s one. But that 80s remake is a, that's a fucking hoot. Mm. That's it's one of those remakes that I always have in the back of my head is like, yeah, remakes can be good. <laughs> this was the eighties though, so like, right, you know, can they be good now? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that I, I don't care. trust any yeah, now, but that's, that's for sure. Right, but that that eighties blob is so good. Like the effects work is so amazing. That's yeah. basically why it's good because it's, <laughs> it's just like dope effects, fucking constantly. Uh, right now, so, uh, so yeah, um, how'd you like uh, Michael Rooker as as uh, Grant? You, you've uh, probably seen him in the Guardians movies. Oh, who was he in Guardians? Was He's he... Yondu, Yondu, the okay. the dude with the uh, the whistling and the arrow. And oh, stuff. okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I can see that. I'm gonna say, I was like, whoever was in Guardians, like, I'm sure they're just so covered in makeup, I couldn't <laughs> recognize them. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's fucking Yondu. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was pretty cool. Yeah. I fucking love him. He's so good. Yeah, he was good in this. I like. <laughs> Yeah, I liked, I liked everybody in this. Yeah, it's a good cast. Nathan Fillion is the uh, main guy. I have never seen the Firefly or Serenity, but uh, apparently he's the, one of the guys or the main guy on that show. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's in Super. <laughs> for He has a cameo oh, in Super. Cameo in as the, uh, there's, there's that fucking, like... Uh, that like Christian videotape of the Christian superhero that they watch. Do you remember that shit? <laughs> oh no! And Nathan Fillion is like, it's like the Christian Avenger or some <laughs> fucking thing. And Nathan Fillion plays that guy, and James Gunn plays the devil. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> shit. You gotta uh, see that if you don't remember that part. Yeah, I got. I, oh my I, god! I haven't seen that movie in a while either, so I need to. <laughs> I was like, what? I fucking think about that james gunn as the devil like all the fucking time and i just start laughing because it's the funniest shit uh, <laughs> i love i fucking love that part oh man uh, yeah uh, so yeah he's uh, he's one of these guys that likes a uh, stable of actors and tries to employ them in all of his things if he can michael rooker's in super as well he's like one of the main bad guys mm. and uh He's in, obviously in the Guardians movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was something I was going to say, and now I'm totally lost on it. All right. So, <laughs> it's been an hour figuring it out. I don't yeah, know. it's that patented silver motion riveted audio. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, what the hell was it going to say about this movie? <laughs> And I'll I'll chime in with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we uh, hit all the the fucking emulsion tropes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There was the the whole thing of like, so in horror movies, yeah. there's this idea that horror movie people are going to be doing dumb shit. Okay, I sense a 
<laughs> a, a dagger to my heart coming. You know, that's that's like the usual complaint of like, oh, why why did this guy do? like obviously that's going to be stupid and ruin your life kind of things. Like, yeah, people like to complain about that. I don't. I think like, well, if it, if they don't do dumb shit, it's not a horror movie, and it, they, there's not going to be like no, no fun story shit to, to yeah. watch. Like, yeah, like so. So you have Grant going out into the woods, and he sees the slug. And yeah, he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to poke it with a stick and yeah. see what it does, and it like shoots him, and it's like. I can see that as like the thing where people go, oh, "Why would you do like it's this weird alien slug yeah. is gonna kill you?" Like, of course, why would you do that? And right, and I was thinking like, no, he, he, like if he didn't do this, if he didn't go out and stab the thing and get killed and stuff, like what what would it have done if he hadn't gone out there and found it? Yeah, like it would have found like a deer or a bear or some shit. Yeah, and it would have infected all of them. And by the time they hit a town, it'd have like this big blob monster in the center of the forest, and it would sure, be yeah. nobody would have known what the hell was going on. There'd just be an army <laughs> of slugs running around possessing people. It'd be all fucked, yeah. But no, he brought it back into town, where people started going, "Hey, where'd this girl go? Somebody took this girl. Hey, somebody's killing all the livestock." You know, <laughs> if he hadn't done that, yeah, if he hadn't done this dumb thing and ruined his life. The whole world would be taken over by these things. Yeah. No, by the time people found out about it, it'd be too late. They'd be everywhere. And no, he, no, he brought it where it could be examined and found out. And yeah, the whole town got wiped out. Maybe, maybe they get back up. You don't really know. I don't think they're getting back up. <laughs> I don't know if they recover from that or not. You know, I'm going to say no, but but uh, it's it's left open if you want. Yeah, if you, you know, want to have a happy ending. And but you know, okay, there's a whole town gone. Sure. But if it if he hadn't brought it into town, be how many towns were gone before you know? Yeah. Even assuming they do eventually figure out, oh, there's this one thing in the center of this right, forest to right. kill. By the time they figure that out, how many towns have been wiped out? You know, it's too he late. He did yeah. the best possible thing for the world by by poking it with a stick. <laughs> he did. So are you saying that he's the real hero of the story? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah so it's like they're, they're, that's the it's the redemption of the dumb people in a, in a horror movie is if they don't do the dumb thing, nobody finds out what you're up against. And this, yes, you need that knowledge and information to keep going. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're hitting the tropes right on <laughs> the silver emulsion double, yeah. <laughs> So, I yeah. mean, you know, vindication of yeah. stupid horror movie people. It's, it's needed. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I just I I was I was <laughs> I was nervous. I thought I thought you were gonna say some disparaging things <laughs> about my beloved horror movies, but no, I dodged the dagger. <laughs> you dodged the. <laughs> Put you under some uh, stress there. Yeah, <laughs> I was biting my nails. Uh, yeah, I don't know why people get, don't like the 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 people doing dumb stuff. I've definitely done it myself, where it's just like, oh, why would you do that? And I guess it depends on 
the movie and like what has come before and things where it, if you think that this character is supposed to be smart and then they do something right. that's like clearly fucking stupid or that they wouldn't do and if the tone is supposed to be serious and they do something dumb like maybe you know i can kind of because i've i've thought that in certain movies but it's usually not a movie that i'm like already enjoying because usually if i'm enjoying that it's like whatever like that's what they got to do to get to the cool shit <laughs> Whatever excuse you need to yeah. show me the monster doing monsters, right? Stuff. right. <laughs> but yeah, but but uh, but Grant's the real hero. Yeah, fucking yeah, took one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that guy in the foxhole that jumps on the grenade and saves everybody else. Yeah, he didn't do it by any sort of you know altruistic ideas. He's or the anything. guy who like got hit in the head by the grenade in the foxhole and fell on it, and <laughs> right, and then got posthumously <laughs> like, oh, well. rewarded with the 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 medal <laughs> what a hero <laughs> and then the people that were there were like well i don't i mean <laughs> he didn't do anything but okay <laughs> he saved our lives by accidentally doing this but i yeah i i, I like this movie quite a bit i just it's so fucking funny with the mayor oh he's so he's oh, yeah, just great yeah. he's so good uh, I got. I gotta say, like, I thought he was gonna be like. It was gonna turn out he had been possessed the whole time after oh, the barn. So? Because there's like the scene where it's like trying to run down their throats. There's that whole swarm of the slugs burst out. Yeah, of the girl, yeah. And you got the main two characters, and they like cover their mouths and they like huddle down and right, right. And then the slugs like wander off and they're like, oh, we're fine. Like, oh, and then they walk out and the mayor guy's just sitting there like, oh. Oh, why is it trying to call it? I was like, oh, they got him, and he's just pretending. <laughs> we didn't see it. We didn't see him like covering his mouth or anything. One got in there, and it's just possessed him. <laughs> yeah, and no, no, no. Are you disappointed by that? Not really. I think I might have been disappointed if it had been that one. Oh, that would have been like, oh, it'd be yeah. too yeah, like yeah. too much of the oh, now there's a traitor on the team, kind of, and start uh, yeah, playing yeah. with the whole like thing that gets done death right other movies so yeah i don't this movie is really i would say it's unique i mean it's it's like other movies but it's also its own thing yeah it doesn't i don't know it's just like the the idea of the the hive mind and and that they're all like (laughs) like basically trying to woo his fucking wife back and like i don't know all that shit, and then obviously the stuff with like the pop song is a very like now it's a very James Gunn thing to do, but yeah, this is like it in its infancy sort of a thing. Yeah, was, uh, it's like I don't know that there's any other horror movie that really does it anything like it. Like he has such a distinct kind of a style. Yeah, and then there was the the other girl who was gets kind of fused and then escapes when she pulls the slug out and, and the bathtub scene. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And that one I kind of thought, like, oh, like, it's just doing this so that the audience can know and then she's going to die. And it's, But the audience sees this whole weird blending and, right, and kind yeah. of figure out what's going on. While the, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, oh, no, she survives and goes on and... Yeah, she that kind of surprised like me too because yeah. she was like she wasn't even in the movie until like halfway in. No, she then, just comes in and, and you yeah. just kind of feel like she's just going to be this 
generic throwaway character kind of thing and then right. no she sticks around and yeah like, oh okay you're a main character now all right <laughs> i like that kind of stuff though that's like he's uh i do know that james gunn is very influenced by hong kong movies he's a big fan of hong kong stuff so like the idea of non-traditional narrative and like not necessarily adhering to <laughs> the ideas of like when you should introduce characters or how you should do it or right. the, the mixing of tones, obviously. Yeah, I like thought that. it was going to pull a, uh, a Freddy on me with the, uh, suddenly she was going to become the main character oh, and the others were just going to yeah. die off and she was going to be the lone yeah. survivor. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was like, oh, it's doing, okay, whatever. Well, there's, there's a lot of times, like, especially at the end there when the, the main guy gets stabbed in the gut and like, yeah. oh, but he's gone. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't it it doesn't uh, succumb to those classic sort of what you would think of right. as a horror so thing. It, it, it's kind of always doing something a little different than what you think it's gonna go. And... Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and and with that scene where where she's in the bathtub and stuff, did you did it make you think of a of another movie that we've seen recently? <laughs> <laughs> we've seen recently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um bathtub recently not, not no not especially no oh it's it's uh there's direct references to uh nightmare on elm street where mm -hmm. uh she there's the bathtub scene in 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 nightmare where the the hand comes up out of the oh yeah there's the tub kinda, and there's the yeah. same shot but the slug is swimming instead of yeah, coming yeah, okay, up yeah, yeah. and then also it, uh she puts on headphones and the mom is like from the outside of the door like yeah, come yeah, on yeah, come yeah, out yeah, of the bath <laughs> yeah that part was kind of honestly that part was kind of more reminding me of yeah Nightmare on Elm Street than the actual uh for some reason that the slug didn't connect to me but yeah I don't know no but yeah yeah now that you mention it that kind of I mean it was seeming it, yeah. like just oh this is a kind of a typical horror thing it's playing off of of the girl in the bath getting attacked by the monster and so i was thinking yeah. of a just much broader general yeah, idea yeah. um like uh like when uh <clears throat> the blonde girl is in the shower and grant's in there with the trying to keep the tentacles under control <laughs> it's just like you know you've always got the girl in the shower getting attacked by the monster or nearly yeah yeah well yeah i don't know about I don't know about now, because obviously I don't know about now, because I don't particularly watch them now. But uh, in 80s movies, and I know that like nudity overall has gone down in movies, but in the 80s, yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to have the shower scene and yeah, whatever, and there's, especially there's, in these kind of horror movies. There's always some girl in the shower and a monster creeping around. Right, right. Like, that's... that's like to me just kind of like that's that's one of those things yeah one of the, one of the typical horror things and so yeah. if anything it was actually making me think of a movie i've actually not seen of psycho where that's like the big the, famous the, the, there scene you of go the shower, yeah, the shower scene of there yeah that's probably so. where it uh, originates from yeah but in the in the in the the normal course of your life you know it's a it's a good place to attack somebody because you you feel safe you you don't think like right. you're going to be intruded upon so it's always like a, ah you know I think right. so uh, but I'm sure that its inclusion in Psycho has got to be some kind of a 
just a a root right to, to the the underlying thing hmm well in terms of uh the james gunn movies you've seen you've seen them all now yeah where do you think this one uh where, where would you put this one Um, hmm. I would kind of probably, I mean, they're all good. So it's like, I kind of feel like I'm not wanting to say like, oh, it's, there's, because I kind of feel like it'd be a little below the others. Yeah. But that's not like being like, oh, it's a horrible movie because it's not as good as the other. I get it. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like they're all up there and. Right, right. quality and stuff so but i i think i like the other ones better just because they're more in tune with my normal interests i guess not necessarily right. in terms of quality of production or no whatever, but they're but just the, the superhero stuff kind of just yeah i'm I, more into yeah. the concept i guess than in right than into the concept of yeah i guess they are Monster. all the other ones are superhero all yeah. of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like the there's I don't think there's any horror-ish things in the Guardians movies. Not that I can think of, but in Super, there's a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's it's light. Whereas this one is right. more dialed up. Yeah, this is, this is definitely a horror movie in that it's yeah. trying to do all the things horror movies do, whereas the other movies are doing their other stuff. And yeah, it is, but like at the same time, I don't. I don't know how much it's trying to scare people. Like right. it's see, and then this is one of those weird things is like body horror stuff is supposed to be disgusting. <laughs> and like some of it is, but usually I just think like, Oh fuck, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gnarly. I always get like excited by it. Like it, it, it's so fun. And uh, so I don't know that I'm a good judge of, like, whether... Because, I don't know, maybe people would be scared by this, but I don't think that it's trying to be that scary. Or no, I guess I'm, it I'm, is disgusting, <clears throat> but... Yeah, it's, it's more gross than scary. Yeah. But did you find it gross? Like, do you think, like, oh, that's gross? <laughs> Not really. Did I you mean, ever have that moment? Where and you... again, I've seen too much anime for that to really right. be... I mean, it's live action, so it's a different feel to it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. But... <clears throat> I was more thinking like, oh, the slugs—they're CG now. <laughs> right, right. And, I mean, yeah. So how uh, how do you feel the the CG fared? Um, I mean, considering we're talking two thousand six, you know, for that time it was probably pretty good. And it's a little obvious, but two thousand six CG. What are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do? It's, yeah, I don't know what else was. It's a product of its time, but... is kind of my thought on it. Is like. Well, it's low budget at the same time. It's not yeah. like Universal pumped a hundred million dollars into this. I mean, this is probably like twenty, maybe thirty, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's a low, it's, low end movie. So, I, I mean, for what its situation was for the, when it came out, what was going on, it was just like, yeah, it's. I mean, it worked. Yeah. But uh, I I I agree. It's it it's. I wish it wasn't. 
uh, CG in parts, but uh, the good thing is that there is a lot of physical effects yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really the only time I really thought, oh, CG was when the slugs were like crawling over the building yeah. and stuff. And it's like, uh, other than that, things mostly seemed perfectly fine. It was right. just this one scene. And I was looking at, like, could you have done that with a physical effect? Not. Exactly. I mean, you could do some kind of slug across the ground yeah. somehow, but right. Well, yeah. I mean, in, not in the... quite the same way. And yeah. Well, because these slugs kind of slither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the title. <laughs> Where in Night of the Creeps, there's slug things, but they don't move like that. Yeah. So it's uh, like in order to have that kind of a movement, you could do it physically but i don't know that you could do it to that degree where there's like a bunch of them everywhere yeah because there were like 50 of the things crawling up the right, wall or something right. like i mean it was just kind of like what else are you gonna do yeah and yeah i feel it works for what it is you know right and it's one of those things where you know well you got what you got and yeah you, the movie around it right makes you accept it it's just like Eh, it's not that bad and the movie around it is fun so you know right whereas if the movie was shitty and then you had these sort of questionable cg things i think they don't look that bad no no i mean they they look about as good as i would have expected anything from yeah that time i feel like 2006 like good effects were probably a lot better than this but i am having a hard time thinking of what would be 2006 yeah and of course i'm thinking 2006 in anime which was even lower down oh, the yeah, totem pole knows? of uh, quality yeah. anime is always in technology it's always kind of lagged behind yeah western animation and stuff so i just can't think of any movie that was like my most hated period of movies those right <laughs> the, the f- first <clears throat> decade of the 2000s with specifically like the first five years like ugh. Just yeah, that would trash. have been. Star Wars prequels would have been around. Then. Prequels, say, yeah, of 99, and then. Yeah, so the others would have been. 2002, 2005. Yeah. yeah. So. so, yeah, right in there. <laughs> Which is funny because now, like, at the time, I thought those were just 100% CG, and I was just like, oh my god, they're so digital. And, like, fuck, when I went back and watched them after seeing. 2017 CG movies where everything is CG. There's so much physical effects in those prequels. <laughs> There's just like tons and tons and tons. It's crazy. It's uh, yeah. you have an incredulous look on your face, but it's <laughs> <laughs> like like a lot of stuff is done digitally, but yeah, like uh, yeah, the only things I'm really remembering are like. The freaking battle droid. Yeah, those are CG, but I think I think they might have built parts of them to be realistic. But but most of those are CG. But what I mean is like the backgrounds mostly are Mm. almost one hundred percent models. Like, Mm. and the the difference being the actors and everything were like digitally composited onto these scale models. So like the models, like in the second one, 
there's that fight with Boba Fett in the rain. Do you remember that on the on like the landing dock thing in the rain uh, when they go to the clone world? No, I don't remember no? That at all. Okay, well, <laughs> do you remember when they go in the first movie underwater to the Jar Jar land? Kinda, I kinda remember that. Well, there's a shot when they're going underwater and you see the whole city and it's all like these like bubbles and lights and they're like kind of connected like the seaweed sort of thing like that's a giant model that they built and photographed Mm. and then composited underwater and then when they go into into the throne room like the little jar jar people are cg and liam neeson and ewan mcgregor are actors that were filmed and the set that they're on is a a scale model that they've been composited onto Hmm. and so if you look at the old movies the old movies are all about compositing things together like that and so the next step from that is to do it digitally instead of actually using the frame the 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 analog compositors or whatever to print mm-hmm. the shit together. And so it is, it's like the next step up and it's all models and they built like all kinds of shit, like all the volcano shit in the, in the third one, that's a model with fucking actual fake lava. <laughs> that's like running in the river behind them. All that shit is physical hmm. and they're just composited onto it. And then like they add some steam or whatever, but, um, if you look at it now knowing that and you know what movies look like now when all everything really is cg it stands out it's just like oh wow this does look like way more real Hmm. and even like all the spaceships and stuff like those are all models and stuff primarily it's crazy it's like it's nuts (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it blew my mind yeah because uh, it's just, it was a different time, you know. Yeah. Perspective really, really changed my viewpoint on those movies. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's the CG in this movie. It's pretty good, I think. Good enough. Works. Yeah, it, it works. Gets the point across. Yeah, it it, it sets up the, the, the images for for you to accept them well enough it's not like oh right. my god what the fuck was that <laughs> you know it's, right right and the cg isn't terrible it's just no it's fine it's just it is cg right and, right well it doesn't fool you but it i don't know that it's necessarily even trying to fool you it's just sort of like we have to do some of these things with cg so yeah yeah so it was fine and yeah, I mean, especially when she's like out on the balcony and they're like crawling up the walls yeah. and around and out the windows. Like, how are you going to do that any other right. way? It was just kind of like to get that shot specific. Like, yeah. And it was like, if you're trying to do this before CG existed, how would you do it? Like, you'd probably shoot it completely different to. Yeah, probably shoot it different. Or, I mean, I feel like there's some some wizards out there making <laughs> making movies back in the day so i feel like they could have figured some shit out right but uh maybe not 
like to the scale that they show it in this movie right right i mean like when she explodes in that part <laughs> yeah. and like there's fucking slugs everywhere and then they're all like independently moving and like shaking and stuff like right I don't, right i, I mean, don't know that you could do that unless you were just gonna make like a hundred like vibrators in a slug rubber thing and yeah, just yeah. like have a ball of it rip open and fly everywhere but then you couldn't have them like run off and right like right it, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel yeah yeah yeah. It just uh, wouldn't have quite been doing the same things if it yeah. didn't have the CG. So it kind of needed it for what it was doing with it. So right, and I think I feel like James Gunn is a very smart director in the way that he uses it, all the way up and through the the last movie the, the second guardians movie because yeah those yeah. movies have a lot of makeup and like all of those aliens almost almost everyone like is a mm-hmm. guy or a girl in makeup and costumed and like there's so much attention to detail on those background characters and there's just they built all kinds of shit for that those movies right that really, to me, stood out a lot when I was watching those. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking cool. It's like <laughs> creature effects and stuff. Like, you don't really see this kind of stuff as much these days. Yeah. It's, uh, they were good-looking movies. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm less excited because I don't, I don't know anything about the uh, Suicide Squad, but I guess I will become a fan at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Because I imagine it'll be fun. Yeah, I'll, I really know about Suicide Squad is it's a team of people the government's gotten together and I'm, like I think they've just like implanted bombs in their heads and be like they're like super villains mostly and they're like okay yeah. you're, you're going to work for us now and if you don't just press the button and your head goes boom, which is a a, uh, a maybe there's an earlier incarnation but I know of that that storyline as being John Carpenter's escape from New York. Mm. <laughs> he has a fucking bomb around his neck and uh Oh yeah, yeah. Little thing and and when was that? That is 1980. Oh, I believe. 80, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I believe it's yeah. 1980 cuz it's before the thing, I think. Yeah, it's definitely older than anything I'm thinking of specifically that has done something like yeah but it's a it's a great movie but yeah he has he has a time limit and so he has to escape from new york within this given amount of time and if he doesn't get back to where they can defuse the bomb his Mm. fucking head will explode (laughs) uh so yeah so yeah Yeah. and i have yeah i have no idea how old the comic book concept of the suicide squad would have been or whether it's even the same as it like honestly i first heard of it when they were making this this first movie and so like i don't not that i was ever like into dc that much but i I don't know like it has uh right i I imagine it's newer yeah i mean there's all sorts of weird things that are so old that I don't know, but yeah, I kind of imagine it's a new. It would have been at least eighties at the oldest. I'm imagining. But. Yeah, it seems like the trend, the trend. Well, like I know shit. It seems <laughs> like like that. 
Well, the villains as main characters in their own thing, to me, is a very modern thing. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. And so I don't, like, I don't think that it would be an older thing. Yeah. Because, and I don't, I don't particularly, like, I don't want to see, you know, they have a Venom movie. Like, I don't want to see a Venom, like, who the fuck, who wants to see a Venom movie? I don't know. But, um, like, I don't, like, I don't, I never see the trailer, so maybe it, it looks cool. I have no idea, but. I just don't know, like, where would you go with that? Like, yeah, that kind of was like, what do you, what do you, how is he even the main character? He's just this crazy lunatic that runs right, around exactly. killing people. Like, what? So, like, is does he have a good arc? Because he's Venom, he shouldn't have a good arc. Does he have a bad arc? Then who the fuck wants to just see this descent into madness? Like, I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And they, they, it was very successful. And now they're saying like, oh, we're gonna make two and carnage is going to be in it and it's like okay but you were you know that these were spider-man stories (laughs) (laughs) right you're missing a key component here yeah yeah yeah, i mean mean, the way i eventually kind of came to um villain protagonists yeah i i kind of or at least a lens to view them through yeah is um shakespeare and Shakespeare- you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> is Shakespearean tragedy. Okay. Like any Shakespeare tragedy, like Hamlet or Othello or yeah, whatever. Yeah, It's just a villain protagonist. Where you, okay. you basically, by the end, like Shakespeare's tragedies were, generally speaking, you have a guy and he's the hero and he's awesome. Like Macbeth, he goes and he's... he's conquered whatever he comes back as a hero and then over the course of the play he just gets more and more corrupt and power hungry until by the end he's the villain and he gets killed by the other like it and that's how most of his uh tragedies progress and that's why they are tragedies is that it takes this great man and then just breaks him down (laughs) until he has to be until he is the villain who needs to be overthrown by another hero wow fucking shakespeare man (laughs) dropping some knowledge and so i was like thinking about because i was in my younger day, as I was thinking, like, how do you make a villain protect? Like, how do you? Yeah. Like, I was trying to think of like how to do something different in a narrative sense, and like, how would you make this work? How could you structure this? And at some point, I was reading some breakdown of uh, Shakespeare tragedy like that, and I was like, oh my god, that's the freaking whole thing I was trying. I was like spending like yeah. all this mental energy, like, how can you do this? How could- <laughs> fucking Shakespeare had been freaking pumping them out in like oh, centuries ago, and I was like. What have I been wasting my time trying to do this for? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, wow! So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Venom is the modern Shakespeare. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe it it follows that path. Maybe it's just doing something dumb. I don't know. Maybe in a few hundred years, nobody will remember Shakespeare, but they will remember Venom. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he will. Yeah, you never know. So that's. I, not that that's what every villain protagonist kind no, of story needs to be, but that's one, yeah, that is one way, way to, to, do it. to yeah, look at sure. it and think of it. Huh. But. I just, I feel like I don't, that seems like kind of a, an interesting take, and I don't feel 
not having seen anything about this movie, so I don't really know, but <laughs> I don't I don't sense a lot of like artistic mm-hmm. merit to the Venom movie. <laughs> right, right. So I feel like it's gonna hit a lot of traditional superhero I, I suspect you're right things. on that. And so like it'll be Venom and there's probably a bad guy. <laughs> you know, like like with Carnage Venom and Spider-Man kind of have to work together to take down Carnage. Right, right. And so I don't know if they're going to bring in Spider-Man, but like I don't know what this first movie is. Like is he just fighting himself? <laughs> is it like a, a fucking mental battle? I or mean, something? and I could see that from what I know about Venom from the comic books, if, which could be totally wrong because I'm not yeah. super into Spider-Man comics or aware of them too much. But. My knowledge is like all from sixth grade, so <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't really I, rem- I, know much either. I think my biggest knowledge of Spider-Man is the Sam Raimi movies, which <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that is not a good representation of Venom at all. No, no. and and then there's uh, at some point the local newspaper and. I don't know why, but at some point they just started reprinting the original Spider-Man comics in the newspaper. And so it would show up like a little bit of okay. the original comic books from like the 60s were just getting reprinted. Oh. And, and they just show up. You got the newspaper. It showed up on your door. It's there. And so I was oh, reading weird. a little bit of those when they were. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Huh. But that's like the old 60s stuff, like before Venom was even yeah. in there. So, um. So I don't really know much, but I thought he was, in the comic books, an astronaut that went up into space and got hit by this alien thing while he was out in space and brought it back and it turned him into... That sounds that sounds familiar. Maybe. Sounds familiar. I know that, that Spider-Man himself got the black suit yeah, first. Yeah, he got the black suit. And, and then, then eventually... He got rid of it. Right. And somehow it went to become venom or maybe it maybe it was just a different one i don't i don't think it was a different one it should be the same one and it went to the other guy eddie brock but yeah and i thought he was an astronaut and yeah but i could be wrong on that but that was kind of my thought on was he was an astronaut somehow got infected with it up in space maybe i mean that's the fantastic four story where they yeah so i could be totally because like i said i don't know too but so i could just be totally wrong on this but i could see that as like you know, you've got this, uh, I could see them taking that as, oh, here's this Neil Armstrong guy yeah, pushing yeah. the, you know, American dream forward and expanding our horizons. And then right. he just gets hit by this thing and you just see him collapse into a Shakespearean tragedy kind yeah, of. Yeah. And I could see that yeah. being, not that not, I expect the Venom movie to have done this, but I could see that uh, being a way you could do that yeah and he's like battling the alien symbiote. yeah just his uh, his own you know conscious right conscience kind huh. of combating with his own nature yeah that's, uh, that's kind of like how grant is uh, battling his own <laughs> yeah you could yeah i guess you could do it that way i don't know that yeah like i said i'm interested I, in I, that but yeah, like I said, could, I doubt that's what they actually did. But yeah, I could I see somebody doing that and making that into a, a good movie. Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't know. Now I'm curious to watch the trailer, but I don't know that I'm that curious to actually yeah. watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I doubt I'm even going to care. But. I did watch one thing. I saw, because I saw, if I remember right, Todd McFarlane was the guy who 
created it or was drawing when I'm he pretty was created. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was at least the artist when Venom I'm, first came out. I'm pretty out. sure he was the guy. So I saw this video of him when the trailer came out because people were asking him, what do you think of the look of Venom in the the trailer? And so he was like, okay, so everybody's asked me this and I'm going to break down what I think of Venom. So he has the the image of of the venom from the movie and he has like a a drawing digital tablet and he draws directly on the image and like alt and like makes it like he shows like do you see how like the eyes come together here like really venom should actually have eyes that do this and then he starts changing it and it's like oh fuck that's that's really venom <laughs> now and then when he and then like at the end he says this is what the movie is and he goes back to like he drops all of his layers and it's just the image from the movie and it's like oh fuck <laughs> i see where they went wrong because <laughs> because it really like venom has such a weird distinct look and like it yeah. kind of looks like it in the movie but from the one image that i saw but but seeing that where he actually draws on it it's like oh wow they really you know missed the ball cuz they kind of made him with the, he kind of has a smile in the movie <laughs> at least in this one part and uh, and he shouldn't be smiling he should be have this big fucking snarl and like be a very evil looking person but anyway it was a cool video if you if you're interested in any kind of drawing like that like drawing yeah. as character like like uh it's very interesting huh. it's like yeah. a two minutes or something it's real yeah, short check that out I'm oddly more interested in that than the movie. Yeah, no, I mean that that filled my venom uh, needs. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's weird that they're making a movie, but I guess it's already out. But I don't know, yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, well, uh, any final thoughts on thoughts. Slither or any other so, of the things we <laughs> touched I on? I mean, I. I would say that Grant's excuses were actually kind of thought out to an extent, and I yeah. kind of, I kind of like that it wasn't just like mind your own business. I'm doing it like it just like he actually like put out an actual explanation that you could maybe believe if you you know yeah. You could, like no, I got I got stung by bees. Oh no no no! I already saw the doctor. He gave me these pills. I'll, I'll be fine. I mean like. They're like, why is this door locked? It's like, oh, dude, you know, shouldn't be asking about that with your birthday coming up. You know, it's like he's actually like trying to come up with something. Yeah. To kind of keep the cover on. Yeah, he wasn't caught off guard. He he was, he had something cooked up. Yeah. yeah, he he like he was actually like trying. It wasn't just like somebody who's been. Oh, don't don't worry about that. It's fine. Like, well, and that goes with the whole movie where he's he's basically like the whole movie trying to win her back yeah yeah and, it's, <laughs> and so like because he he still uh you know loves her and like respects her <laughs> at this deep level so he right you know right. he doesn't want to appear to be this monster to her right that was a that was a fun layer to the movie yeah of, uh, of just how much of him was still there yeah and yeah. how much was just this weird space monster and <laughs> Uh, then there's a, there's another reason why it's like it's good that he it was him like if it had been just some random mountain lion out in the woods 
it wouldn't have given a fuck about anything. It wouldn't, yeah. you know, there was so much that they got done because they could manipulate the emotions of right. this guy that right. had been possessed. That Yeah, they're lucky that he was out there. Yeah. It all, everything uh, lined up. Yeah, like, all, all goes back to this one guy poking a slug with a stick. And <laughs> you, you need the people to poke a slug with a stick. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a guy in the uh, in the first Blob movie in the '50s that it's kind of like that, where he pokes the fucking asteroid with a stick, I believe. And uh, I don't I don't remember the the entirety of that movie, but I want to say mm-hmm. like it might have been a similar thing where like because he poked it, <laughs> they were able to stop it. I don't remember though. But yeah, this yeah. uh Souther, thumbs up. Yeah, that's a good movie. It, uh, had the typical horror end where it's there's another slug. <laughs> there, yes, <laughs> the, the post credits. Right, right. They do like to do that in the in the. I, d- I did notice this was one, another uh, one of those movies that has the uh, the title at the end. Did they not have the title at the beginning? I think they I had was a trying title to at the think, beginning. I, when it came up at the end, I was like, "Oh, was that not at the beginning? Oh man, I don't remember." No, they showed it at the beginning because they show the 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 asteroid and then it like cracks open and I think it says Slither, but mm. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, it definitely has it at the end as well. Yeah, yeah. And and then the end credits go by, and then like you got the cat nibbling on the yes. <laughs> Which was kind of like, oh, they they actually got the cat to nibble on that. Okay, I'm not sure if that's good for the cat, but all right. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, they probably. It's I, not I, like it's. I'm uh, sure it's non-toxic. Whatever uh, they made yeah, the thing out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like they're like here, get some chemicals, kitty. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 licking it because it's something scrumptious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, right. a chicken paste or something. And then it does the title again. It does again. <laughs> it, does, it, does, it does it again. Like oh, I'm wow. like, oh, there's the title again. Well, and it was kind it. of funny. I like I actually expected there to be like another credit roll after that oh. or something. Like, it was <laughs> a little like, mini credit roll. <laughs> and then it just kind of stopped. And I was like, oh, I wanted another credits. I don't know why, but <laughs> it just felt like there should be credits there. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so we got one more week of horror, and then one uh, more week of horror, and you're free <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, we've been finding good ones. So yes, yes. There's a, there's many mm-hmm. many out there. <laughs> <laughs> many many. So uh, yeah. So uh. Adios. The micro machine man here, aircraft carrier there, you can't have that, you can't have this. The new micro machine aircraft carrier playset. The dramatically detailed, trippingly trimmed replica of the real thing that holds 25 micro machines with fabulous, fantastic features, two totally terrific elevators, real working hoist, runway, and two cargo arms. The new micro machine aircraft carrier playset from Galoob. Remember, if it doesn't say micro machines, it's not the real thing. What a twist.